Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun. And let's get started right now. This week is all about the road to transformation. But first, what is a transformation? The definition is an extreme radical change. But what about a spiritual transformation? It's really a fundamental change in what you believe or the connection that you have, or even how you live your life because of the change that you've gone through. We're going to be going through all sorts of issues here regarding transformation and hopefully help you on your path. But let me introduce my guest, Tina Jacob, and she is an inspiring transformational speaker. Her goal is to use her experiences and revelations to change stories. An IT professional who is seeking her purpose and found her passion in writing and speaking. Her motto is touching lives and changing stories. She uplifts others spiritually as a Christian blogger on a Facebook page called Sisters with 3G and is an author of the ebook Letter on Healing, which is about healing according to the Bible, and it's available on Amazon. She enjoys painting and often uses her paintings to further express and illustrate her speeches, and I have seen those, and they are pretty incredible. She is a wife and a mom of two amazing children, and she is currently doing her master's in theology. Welcome, Tina. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Carol. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. So what started you on the road to transformation? Well, transformation is the change in the way you think. And what started me on this road to transformation was when I was uh, reading the Bible one day, and I came across these two words, abundant life. And I just sat down there and I was thinking, I want this life, this abundant life, living life to the fullest. And I knew at that point I was not living this life, this abundant life that I read. And in search of seeking the answer, how I can live this abundant life, I found that it had to start with changing the way I thought. So yeah, the road to transformation for me was finding this word, abundant life. And the starting was to change the way I thought. And doesn't that change everything in your life? Just changing your thoughts about anything, really. I know for me, it started when I was 12, believe it or not, because my parents forced me to go to their church, which was a unity church. And even though I was there, it it was little by little at that point. I, you know, I get involved with spirituality for a while and then I go do theater and then I forget about church. <laughs> and then I go back to spend when I didn't have a show. I go back to church a lot and a lot of classes. 
But really what jumpstarted me and quantum leap me was my divorce and big changes in your life, especially listeners, if you have a huge change going on and all of a sudden you want to change your life because you don't like where it's at, those jumpstart you. Those are things that can quantum leap you if you let them rather than going into depression, which sometimes we need those few days of ah, things are horrible. But hopefully you can see that you have that opportunity to really shift and grow when you have those kinds of days and weeks and things when people die or divorce happens or something major happens in your life. You really have that opportunity if you're ready to move forward. I just want to put that out there in case somebody is thinking, ah, I don't know if I'm ready, but you kind of do. Don't you think when you, when it really hits you, you just know. Yes, that is so true that you come to a point in life where you really know that you need to change the way you have been thinking. And there is a season that comes that this incredible change, people call it the call that comes into your life. Is there anything particular that you've had gone through struggles that might help our audience understand why you like to talk about transformation? Yes. One major thing that I had been through was unforgiveness. A friend had hurt me so deep. The words that they spoke just felt like as if my heart was bleeding. It was so Mm. painful. And during this season, when I was going through that pain, that words, I just kept meditating on that words that were spoken. I was going through bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, and just wanted to take revenge. I wanted to say something mean and bad back. It was at that point in life that I realized that I was not able to go any further. There was nothing else that I could do or think apart from just meditating at that point on this particular incident uh, that had happened. It just crippled my life. But that season was good for me in a way now looking back because I realized that through that pain that I went through, the other person had just moved on, but it was me who was stuck in that season. And I knew that I could not go to my next season because every time we want to have an abundant life, we want to move to the other season and we just can't have it in our present. Uh, We are so focused on that difficult season at that point. So for me, I, I was walking one day through the downtown walking down the street and there was this voice inside me that said, Tina, go into that store and pick up a book and every day write down one good thing about that person. And I was like, no way. There is nothing good that I can write. This book is going to be empty. There is nothing (laughs) good about this person that I can write in this book. But anyway, this voice inside me, I believe it was God just so compelling that I went and bought this book. And every day I just started writing one good thing about this person, about not just focused about what happened at that moment, but in person was and what that person is and how that person in influences others. And so as I started writing down, I was, it made me think, wow, there is so much good in that person. Mm. It's just my thought also needed to change. And then I was able to focus. There was so much that I needed to change that I was learning from this person. 
it was that transformation that happened within me to see how my focus that was always on that incident that happened. And when I took it out of that instant incident and was able to focus in general about to be in gratitude for what that person is. In fact, I actually gave that book as a gift for uh, that person's birthday. Uh, So uh, I guess you're talking to them now. (laughs) Yeah. And our relationship has uh, from then improved. And I mean, one of my best friends still. So what I wanted to share is that uh, the struggles that we go through in our life, when we transform ourselves, our thinking, it can absolutely change the course of our life. And I really find it interesting you talk about this person who literally we might refer to as pushed your buttons in some way so that you saw them in a different light than maybe you did in the past. But it's so hard to get beyond that because then you continue to see them with that filter of negativity that they you think that they did to you. If you don't look at yourself first, that filter will stay there forever and you may never be friends with them again. So it's so important to take that time and go, okay, what is it about this that's really bugging the heck out of me (laughs) or however you want to put it? What is it? What can, how can I grow from this rather than look at them and look what they did? Which, yeah, I mean, you have, you deserve that time to get through that. You need to say them, it's them, it's them until you get, okay, now let me look at what I did and leave. Don't even look at them for a while. I mean, that's another way to do it too. Look at yourself and grow from that. But I love the fact you forced yourself to write something nice down because that's even harder. That's like pushing against a brick wall sometimes. So that's a really good lesson for people. The other thing I wanted to ask you to explain to the listeners is when you refer to seasons, but we haven't really explained that. So when you refer to seasons, can you tell people what you mean and how maybe they can help move from one to another? Uh, What I mean by seasons is there are different seasons in our life. Some of them are season filled with laughter, season where you meet that special someone and they say they love you and they'll never leave you. And it's a season filled with music. You can dance to any tune. There is another season sometimes we go through where we are lonely. We have no friends around us. And we just long for someone to come and give us company, a season of just loneliness. But each of these seasons, even though they are painful and difficult, we learn from these seasons. Like like how I shared about that season when I went through of unforgiveness. I call it a season because I was able to come out of it. And now I look back at that particular season. So I, I believe that everybody goes through different seasons in life. And some of them are good. Some of them are difficult. But if we look at these seasons, difficult seasons and see that we are learning from this, we are growing in this and not just be focused on the fact that, oh, I am this, why this is happening to me. Uh, But instead looking at, yes, this particular season, there is something beautiful. Like, Like I mentioned, the season of loneliness, I have been through this season, but in this season, when every other voice outside was quiet, It was at this season that I was able to focus on my inner voice and able to see, uh, talk to myself and make friends with myself and realize that this word loneliness is not being alone. 
I always thought loneliness was just being by yourself, but you can be by yourself and experience complete joy. You don't have to be in that state of loneliness just because you are alone. Oh yeah. That's when you find yourself. That is what I mean by different seasons is difficult or it is good. And it finds that when you go through those, even good, great, fabulous, laughing, enjoyment versus all the other times when they don't feel quite so light, that you can go through changes and adjustments. And the the fun times are always more fun to make changes through uh, where you're enjoying yourself. And it's all, if you're raising your spirit higher, it's all a transformation of some sort or another, whether you want to use the word change or transformation, if you are being happier or feeling lighter, even in the hard times, that's a form of transformation. And sometimes those are the biggest forms of transformation. I know somebody who went through cancer and she just kept thinking, this is going to be okay because something good is going to come from this. And it did. She hardly had any problem. I, I actually had two friends like that. It was so quick and so done that it was like, whoa. And they never went through depression except for minor, such a minor thing. And that word alone makes me freak out. So I'm just going, wow, these are really good role models for me <laughs> that people can go through such hard times and still find reasons to find joy in it, which is such a gift to be able to do that when you have that ability. And I guess that kind of brings me to my next question, because sometimes people have trouble even getting started in a transformational way because they go, well, what do I do? Where do I start? How do I get from here to there? Realizing that there is never going to get there because there it's just a road. Like I say, the road to transformation is a never ending road. As long as you're a human being, you'll feel it's like enlightenment. You're never going to be enlightened. You're going to be more enlightened and more transformed than where you were, but you're never going to be period, at the end of the sentence, I am enlightened, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm done. And I don't have to work on that anymore. It's kind of not that that's not the case. But getting started or getting stuck partway in, and do you have any advice or anything to help motivate people to get moving in the first place or to get out of a stuck feeling? To get moving in the first place is to have a goal. Without the goal, you are not going to get started. For me, that was to find that purpose in your life. If you are going through a difficult time in your life, you have to look at it as a learning curve, a learning experience, and you just take that first step. If you're stuck in the middle of it, I was in high school when we had this marathon and I was in the last leap that I had to take. I just stopped in the middle of it. I just couldn't take another step. And there were my friends who were next to me just cheering me on. Tina, you can't do it. Keep going. Keep going. Those who are stuck, that's what I want to say. Keep going. Don't stop. Because those friends of mine, when they cheered me, I mean, I do not know from where I got that energy and strength. I started to run again. And I finished that race because of them encouraging me to just take the next step and keep going. Sometimes life just feels like you are in a maze and you are in the middle of it and you just don't know how to go ahead because there's walls around you and you just don't know which path to take. What I would say, rather than being stuck and staying there for a long time, 
just take the next step. It may take you longer if you are in a wrong path, but it's still okay. You will reach that destination. So a person who is stuck there and never moving, he's going to be there. He or she is going to be there for a longer time. But a person who irrespective of just believes that even if it's going to take longer, I'm just going to reach there. For me, I feel sometimes like an actor in a movie who does not have the script. I do not know what the next scene is going to be, how it's going to be played. But I just trust that the next scene, entire movie is going to come out great. The director is going to put the scenes together. And I don't worry about, oh, what is the next thing? If I, if, Am I going to mess up? I just think if I mess up, I will learn from it. But I need to just keep moving. So that is my suggestions for those who are getting stuck in the middle. I just would like to applaud like my friends and just say, keep going, just keep going. (laughs) Well, and I know it's funny because sometimes people go, I don't know how to get started. Reach out to friends, reach out. If you are a religious person, go to to church one day that you normally don't normally go to, find classes, talk to somebody. Whatever it is, and if you're not religious, but you consider yourself spiritual, then by all means, there's a lot of people there you can reach out to as well, different communities. And sometimes you just look up on YouTube words and just start listening to things. And all of a sudden, things will start shifting. You won't get started. But I find that if you're stuck, a lot of times it's because people are just, they're so tense. They think they're going the wrong direction. or They're afraid to take the wrong step. And like you said, there really is no wrong step. If you feel you've took a step in the wrong direction, you just learn and you go, wait, that didn't work. Okay. But don't beat yourself up because you've gone some way that you think, oh, oh God, I've been wasting all my time. No, you haven't. You've probably learned something really good from it. Even if it's a step that maybe wasn't your first choice to take, it's a step that might be a little more difficult than what you would want it to be, but it's still something you can learn from and you can still grow from it. And it's like when you're saying going through the forgiveness You didn't have to go through that. You could have been stuck there, but you found a way to move through. And it might've taken you longer looking back than maybe you wanted it to take. I don't know how long it took you. It could have been anywhere from a week to, you know, years (laughs) because people do, they get, when they get stuck, we get stuck pretty good as people. We can be there and wallow and hang out. And sometimes we need that, but we also need to kick in the pants sometimes to get moving. So consider this people a kick in the pants. (laughs) If you feel the need to, pick up again and start moving forward. Just anything, just be aware and put your attention out there because things will shift. You'll find things that will inspire you that you'll hear on the TV or from a friend, from somebody you're not even talking to in the grocery line. You'll go, whoa, wait a minute. But you have to be open to hear all those things you know, to help you to move forward. So enough for me. Really wanted to find out how your transformation that you've been going through has helped you find your life purpose. I love that question, Carol, because I love the fact that I found my purpose in life. I think each one of us, I believe that each one of us have a purpose in life. And I think this is the, this has been the longest season for me because seeking my purpose and desiring to find that because I believe that abundant life is also finding in your purpose in life. But it started with, I was an IT professional and I had taken this long break to to take care of my kids. 
I wanted to get back to work once they had grown up and and I was trying to upgrade my IT skills. But as I sat down, I was preparing for the certification, this thought just came to me, what is the purpose of my life? Again, it all starts with your thinking. Because when you choose a career, most of us, we choose the career based on how big the house we're going to have, the lifestyle that we're going to live. And it's all about us. But when you think about a purpose, you think in a broader spectrum. It's not just about you. It's about how can this be a blessing for others? And I wanted to do something, not just for me. I wanted to do something that is a blessing for others. So as this thought just kept pondering in my head, like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? How can I be a blessing to others? I woke up one morning with this statement, touching lives and changing stories. I, at that point, I did not know what it meant. I woke up and I wrote this. It sounded really cool. So I wrote this at the back of my Bible and I kept reading it every day, touching lives and changing stories. What does that mean? And one day it just struck me, the greatest tool that I could use to touch people's life is my words. I started again focusing on how could I use my words to touch people's life. And and again, thought after thought just came to me. I mean, if you are seeking your purpose, it will come to you. These thoughts will just pour into your life. And I believe God will just speak to you. And to me, it was then the next thought that came to me, write a book about what you have been learning about healing. So I started working on that. And then the next thing came, I want you to start speaking and changing. You are called to be a transformational speaker to change people's lives. You're going to touch their life and your stories and your revelation are going to change stories. And so the thought that came into my life just transformed me and helped me to find my purpose in life. I love that because I know it was very similar for me in different way, but similar. And so many people, I know that we're all talking about transformation, but life purpose will transform you. And I find that when I work with my clients, being a life coach, so many times people struggle and struggle. And they, like I did, I worked on it for years, not knowing what it was. And then I realized, oh, I knew this when I was like 10, because it's just, it's not what you do as much as I wanted to heal and inspire other people. I didn't know how I was going to do it because I don't do well in science. It didn't matter how I did it at that point. I just had to know what it was. And when I went back, back to when I was 10, when I was 50 to figure it out, I went, Oh, I've already known that. Duh. And I'm, you know, hitting myself upside the head going, what was I thinking? How come I didn't know this? I had put it aside because it seemed too big. And you easily could have done that as well. Just knowing you wanted to be a blessing to other people. That's something that might've made you go, I don't know how to do that. And you could do it just with each person you meet as well. If somebody's life purpose is to do that or to heal and inspire, you don't have to make a big splash in the pond. Your purpose might be very quiet. So don't think your life purpose has to be huge and out there. And so you have to be famous and world renowned in order to make it work for you. I don't want anybody to feel that way because you don't have to be public speaker with Toastmasters. Like that's where I met Tina was at Toastmasters. You don't have to do all that in order to have a purpose. It can be a very quiet purpose, but it's yours. 
So I just want to put that out there too. I know that finding my purpose actually transformed me as well. I listen so much better, which I was really helpful with life coaching. And I also have a lot more patience and it really does shift you. It wasn't my goal, but it's a really nice byproduct. So be aware too, that you don't know what the byproduct is going to be like as you go through your transformation. You might want to be more spiritual or to be more connected to your source or whatever it may be. And you might end up with all these more peaceful, more joyful, more patient, more loving, whatever else may happen, your life may totally shift. So don't be surprised. I don't know if you've heard this, but when I was in church a long time ago, they always said, pray for this, but always say this or something better because we don't know what's best for us. I wanted to make sure that we left people with the three things that we want to have people. So they have something to take away from this so they can help either get started or continue on the road to transformation. Do you have one, two or three things you want to leave with people? Well, the first one is changing the way that you think. The way I do it is uh, I have posted papers with something that inspires me that I write it down. And usually that is Bible words that I have read in the morning. I put that out in the, on my window where I wash my dishes or where I'm chopping <laughs> the vegetables <laughs> because uh, it really matters what you think and how it transforms you. And even science has proven that, you know, epigenetics, a new science that has come out says that you can change your genes just by the way you're thinking is changed or neuroplasticity, where it says that your neurons can change, your brain can change, where in the 1960s, the research had said, no, you know, your brain does not change. It's hard to uh, rewire, right? So I would really encourage those who are listening to change the way they are thinking. Uh, and this does not happen all of a sudden. It's a process. And sometimes you need to take an action to do it. Just as I said, the example of having posted cards. Second, I would say, seek your purpose. Uh, and when you seek your purpose, think in a broader spectrum, uh, not just focused on you, but how this is going to be a blessing for others that had really helped me to find my purpose. And I would just uh, encourage others to seek their purpose and think about in a larger spectrum. The third thing that I would want to share is the seasons that you are going through, uh, the, the ones that are difficult, the seasons of life have a reason in life. Uh, if you could get that perspective that there is a treasure in the obstacle that you are passing through. My son plays this Super Mario game, and, and I'm sure you must have played it too when you were younger. And there is an obstacle that Super Mario comes across and he just doesn't stop there. That is not a stop sign, but he jumps over that obstacle. And every time he jumps, he gets those golden coins. <laughs> uh, so that's how I look at it. You know, when there are obstacles in life, it's not a stop sign. They are just treasures. Uh, there is a reason for that, what you are going through in that season. I just, yeah, those were the three points I would like to leave. That's great. I want to add to that because those are all wonderful that to be kind to yourself and to know that you don't have to get here to there in a really like now kind of thing. Sometimes we have quantum leaps, but you don't have to be hard on yourself. Watch what you say about yourself 
because that is definitely something that most of us need to do. We need to change our thinking, yes, but also realize what you say and what you think about yourself because that can be something that stops you. And make sure you let go of the need for others, for their approval on your journey because some people are going to not be happy that you're changing. It happens. They're not going to be friends you keep necessarily, or maybe they'll end up shifting with you, but don't hold an attachment to what other people say. I mean, it's hard when they're, you know, your spouse or your kids or your parents or somebody that you're with all the time, but realize it's your own personal journey. You don't need their approval. You need to make sure it feels right to you because you're the most important one. Don't let their opinions sway you on whatever they say. Sometimes we don't just tell people what we're doing because we know that they're not going to be on board. And that's the same with any kind of dream people have. So just know the people around you and don't let that hold you back or hurt you if they're not on board with you. And I guess for my last thing is to realize, and I've said it before, that transformation is not an end destination. As long as we're alive, there's more that you can learn and grow. So don't think, ah, I'm done. I'm transformed. You have been, but realize you don't have to do it. You can take time out if you don't want to actively shift all the time. Take a break, but then know that you are always shifting and growing. Is there anything else you want to throw in here before we close off today? Uh, I just want to thank uh, the audience and thank you, Carol, for just inviting me to this podcast. It's been so wonderful. I've loved all the questions and and to even hear from you, you your wisdom that you have. Thank you. I really want to thank you for being here. And also, as you say, the audience for listening. And I want to say too, if you'd like to connect with either myself or Tina, check out the show notes on the episode. You'll find links to both of our websites and the YouTube channels. Uh, Tina's website is entergodsrest.com and check out Amazon for her ebook, Letters on Healing. And if you'd like to know more about Marconics, multidimensional energy, or life coaching, reach out to me and you'll find all of that on my website as well, which like I said, is in the show notes. So until next week, be courageous and reach higher. And remember that transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So stop being tough on yourself and asking like a kid does, are we there yet? Realize that you come far and that you'll keep moving forward until next week. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect the number two joy.com. Today's gonna be